to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And we are back. Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, and we have a really great radio show. Julie, I know I have got to unmute you. You are being unmuted. Can you hear me, Julie? Julie, Julie, so Julie. Be, there, there you go. Yes, you there? perfectly. All right, All right so we, yes, we've been getting a ton of emails on this Zillow topic. And I have to say I'm really glad that the first day that we probably overdid our praise of Zillow because it really kind of confused a lot of people because they thought we were just going to pile on with the Zillow hate. <laughs> so it's nice that we kind of predicated, uh, you know, essentially the things we said yesterday and the things we're going to say today, understanding that we're not just some unbiased you know, goofballs who don't understand the whole, don't see the whole field, because I think we do. So go back and listen to the first two radio shows. Go back and understand basically maybe how to shift your mindset and your perspective. Julie, we got a great email from a guy named Chris today. Did you have a chance to review that? I know you've been on coaching calls. I don't think so. Nope, but I am listening, and I will just search. Okay, go scan scan for that email. It's in your email. And then uh, scan it, and then while I'm going to get folks ready for what we're going to present today. But he actually sent a great email that is going – sort of hits the nail on the head. I see it. He had some insights. Yeah, you found it. So he had some insights into Zillow Instant Offers. Uh, Now, this is a long email, and uh, I think it's worth you guys listening to because he is – Uh, essentially putting an exclamation mark on the end of a lot of the points we've been making in the last two days. But in addition to that, he's also giving a little bit more color into what he knows to be happening or suspects going to be happening because he is connected with the agents, uh, some of the agents who, from what I understand from his email, who are helping Zillow test market this uh, concept in Orlando and in um, Las Vegas. So, Julie, why don't you go ahead and read that email, and you can kind of read ahead and maybe edit some of it. But I already read it, and there wasn't anything in there personal, so I don't think he'll mind that we read it. It is a little lengthy. I will try to edit along the way, but feel free to interrupt me as we go through some of these points. Looks very interesting. Okay. It says, hi, Tim and Julie. My name is Chris McGee. I'm a new coaching student uh, one month in, and I'm a seasoned agent getting back into the business after sitting out the last five to six years to start a media company. I'll send you more on my story in another email. Oh, yeah. And I'm in your program because Tim pissed me off, but more on that as well. LOL. Okay. Great radio show the last couple days on Zillow Instant Offers. I do have a little more insight into the program that I I thought I'd pass along just as an FYI. I think the fear and uproar over it is silly, by the way. Let those that fear it continue to be distracted while those of us being coached by you guys do our three to five essentials every day and eat their lunch. I like that comment. Uh, The program is in beta in a couple of markets, Orlando and Las Vegas. They are using a few of their top premier agents in the beta, those who spend the most with them, I would imagine. Their shift here is to generate seller leads for realtors and take a referral fee. Tim, you were spot on. Assumably, they will also generate income on referral fees from investors that are able to buy wholesale. Okay. When a homeowner clicks on the button for an instant offer, they have to fill out some information about the home. That is sent to three investors and to a realtor. The three investors are institutional wholesale investors at this point, hedge funds, and I think other uh, and I think OfferPad or one of the other instant offer companies has partnered with Zillow. The investors generate offers. The realtor generates a CMA to give the homeowner retail value. 
We know that most sellers will go retail, but there are a few that will go wholesale and trade equity for a no-hassle sale. This market has always existed. If I were a small investor, I would be more – if I were a small investor, I'd be more worried. The realtors in beta seem to love the program because there's no competition right now. I imagine that Zillow will shoot out the leads to three or four more realtors once they are out of beta. And Tim, can you explain just to some of these guys that don't know what we're talking about when we refer to beta? This is like early adaption kind of testing, right? What would yeah, how would you describe test. that? Beta, beta, okay. beta, well, beta testing is that's just a nerd term for Chris and I. Are, he's just you know it's, he's using nerd terms, the same types of terms that I use. <laughs> so beta yeah. testers are just that basically. They're you know they're just testing to help work out the kinks and the system's not perfect. That's all. It's like pre-launch testing, making sure all the widgets work, right? Okay. So he says, from the podcast I listen to, most people are listening with the realtor they have been listing with the realtor they've been, quote, referred to and not taking the offer. Go figure. No one visits the house, by the way. I think this program is a tremendous opportunity for our industry. First, it's legitimizing and bringing wholesale real estate out of the shadows. Realtors that work with investors are or are investors themselves in my humble opinion, every realtor should do both, uh, should love that. Why? Because there's always been the stigma about wholesalers, quote, stealing equity or taking advantage of people and being sharks. Sure, there are some bad people out there, but the majority run legitimate businesses that offer a service that contain uh, that certain sellers need. They are distressed or the property is distressed and they need a quick solution. When we roll our instant offer programs out or talk about our guaranteed home sale programs, we can now point right to Zillow. It's awesome. Thank you, Zillow. <laughs> he goes on to say, the opportunity to work with smaller investors just opened up for any good realtor. They are the ones shaking, uh, they're the ones shaking in their boots, meaning the small investors. The 800-pound gorillas are ganging up on them. Hedge funds, Zillow, OfferPad, Open Door, coming after their business in a much bigger way than before. Yikes. I know where I'll be shifting some prospecting and lead generation and exactly what my message will be, adding a spoke baby. I like that. That's a good term, a baby spoke. These people need our help now. Actually, the other opportunity – I think you meant adding, adding a, spoke, a spoke baby. That's right. That's what <laughs> I think you meant, but read. that's okay. <laughs> I'll no problem. I'll in my – three-year-old mom terms. Okay. Um, so these people need our help. And now the other opportunity is that it will, quote, cull the herd. The realtors that are fearful are the ones who have no skills, as always, and they should be fearful. We have too many realtors in this country. Most suck and unfortunately give our industry a bad name. Those that do their job, add tremendous value, and solve problems will continue to thrive and eat market share. As you guys preach, you are going to need to have as you guys preach, you need to have the skills to survive in this industry, not just in the next market shift, but as the industry itself is attacked from everyone that wants a piece of it. That's not going away. I for one am excited to see this as a terrific opportunity and not by becoming a Zillow premier agent and paying 25% referral fees to Zillow by the way. I have no intention of doing that, but thanks to having Tim piss me off. Thank you Tim. Sorry for the long email, but I felt compelled to share what little I do know. I may be an experienced agent with over a 1,000 transactions reentering the business, but I know nothing. I'm a beginner stepping on the path with both of you as my guides, and I'm feeling pretty awesome about it. That is from Chris McGee, and I'm trying to figure out where 562 – I think – isn't that Long Beach, 562 area code? I think he's California, I but Florida. I'll check. I think it's Florida. Well, just Florida. Try, okay. just do a quick Google search. Yeah. So look, uh, yes, Julie, do find out his so we can send us some referrals and publicize yeah. them. So if you don't mind, just figure. I think it is. Doing it. I now. think it's Florida. But yeah. So guys, here's the bottom. Here's the bottom line. I think Chris hits the nail on the head. This creates an opportunity in a, in a subset of the real estate market that really real estate agents, for the most part, and brokers have kind of avoided because it did have a taint about it. And I think really, 
he did an eloquent, uh, you know, elegant way, an eloquent way of explaining basically the fact that, you know, oh, he's in southeast Los Angeles, got it. it, explaining, you know, really how you guys can leverage this and make money. It's really hitting the nail on the head to the points we made yesterday. We think that all of you guys, and we're having all of our top producing agents already create their own instant offers type program. Hell, guys, call it your own damn instant offers program. You could even use the term. The industry can't be complacent about this. And so real estate brokers, if you have your agents come to you and they say they want to do an instant offers program, don't just shoot it down because you're fearful of it. Understand that they have to probably do it, depending on their market, to stay competitive, to remain competitive. You know, at the end of the day, guys, the industry is going to evolve. I mean, we might see a time, and I think it's very, very reasonable to expect, that we're going to see a, a increase in sellers that want to wholesale their houses. And why is that true? Because they don't want the hassle. You're going to see folks that are going to get to a point in their lives, and a lot of baby boomers that are you know, getting to the point, where they just maybe want to just get rid of the property, don't want to screw around with trying to sell it. If people operate out of fear, if they think the market's changing, if they – you know, who knows what? Life situations. Chris said it good. He said basically the property's distressed or the seller's distressed. Well, you know, that's in the, those two extremes are true, but there might even become more of an acceptance for basically just wholesaling a house. And here's like an example. If you guys had a car to sell today, I always use cars because the automotive industry is so, you know, has everyone understands how it works. <laughs> if you had a car to sell, you might go to, uh, what is it called, Julie, AutoNation or whatever, where you drive on so. their lot. They, yeah, they give you an offer, and there it is. And so they basically were the first in the nation to come up with this sort of instant wholesale your car. You don't have to shop it amongst different dealers. There's not a bunch of, you know, you don't have to talk with Guido in the back by the double wide who's running, who's the used car manager and make you sit around and listen to him. You know all that crap that's basically been a traditional part of sort of wholesaling a car. You don't have to do that anymore. You can just drive to AutoNation. They'll write it down what your offer is, and generally speaking, their offer is more or at least the same as everybody else's offer or what the local dealers will do. And I know here in Austin, the local dealers <laughs> run billboards to compete with AutoNation, and the billboards literally are saying, drive another 10 minutes down 35, and I'll give you another $500 on top of your best offer from AutoNation kind of thing. So look, guys, that's the nature of competition. But what the car business has established is that, look, you can retail your car yourself. You can deal with all that. You can go through the, you know, you have to clean it up. You have to, you know, do all the things necessary. You can definitely do it. A lot of people do. Or you can just wholesale it. I don't know what the st statistics are. I could, you know, certainly read K, uh, the K1 from AutoNation. But I bet you most people end up wholesaling their cars versus trying to re retail their cars. Of how many cars have you had? where you have literally been the guy that's curbstoning them, putting the for sale sign in it, and then basically hassling with all the buyers and hoping they get their financing versus just trading it in or just wholesaling the car yourself. I bet you a vast majority of you have never retailed your car, tried to sell it to the end user, and never would. You guys getting what I'm saying here? So there already is a, um, an acceptance amongst consumers that wholesaling, leaving money on the table is okay. To think that the same thing won't work in real estate is just naive. And now that, as Chris has said, and now that essentially people are uh, – it, it's, it's being uh, – what would it be called, Julie? It's being uh, mainstreamed, the idea of mm -hmm. wholesaling your house, kind of like what AutoNation did with wholesaling your car, made it a clean, effortless process. Uh, now that that's happened, I think, yes, again, I think it's going to create a hell of a lot of opportunity for opportunistic, smart, business-minded, entrepreneurial sure. agents who are going to seize this opportunity. And last, you know, you definitely should be seeing these as opportunities for you yourself to buy, uh, you know, rental properties. 
you know. Yeah, I agree with what he said. Every agent should be an investor, albeit in some cases a smaller investor. That's okay. As well as work with investors. And how many residential agents have been going around saying, oh, I don't work with investors. I don't like investors. All these things. It's hard to find them anything. Well, now – uh, to his point, you know, it has been mainstreamed. It's been made a more normal thing. And I like what he said for, and I would agree with that. I think you would too, that for a long time it's been kind of like seen in the shadows as this weird Definitely thing has. that's not normal, yep. right? And you had to do strange things to try and find that inventory. And, you know, it's like track somebody down that secretly knows. And now it's going to be just another spoke, as he said, um, in your real estate lead generation wheel. And, I, of course, there's nothing wrong with that. Heck no. So look, guys, we have a couple more points to go through on this series about Zillow and instant offers. And the last little bits, I think, are going to be very telling as far as what the future for this will hold. We did a lot of research on this, but fortunately, Inman did a lot of research for us. I was researching this at the same time their writers were researching it, so we kind of came to the same conclusions. So guys, look, the bottom line is, is this, you know, the next question that we wrote down um, is, well, just I want to go, I want to take a half step back. We truly believe that Zillow's next move, where they're going to have to go, whether they want to go there or not, are starting to charge referral fees. They've already got the whole system set up. I I can, in my mind, imagine why they wouldn't do that. Um, Agents will take the referrals. Weak agents will pay 30 40 50% referral fees. You know they will. Um, and that's what's going to probably happen, and that's going to happen as a as a direct result of the fact that the buying leads uh, trend fad is starting to wane, and agents are starting to move away from that, and they're, and so Zillow is going to have to create more income generating spokes, just like you guys, like any business will, and that makes sense. They've already got the system in place to generate the leads. They've already got the system in place to convert the leads. They've already got agents that will pay, you know, basically they can sell the leads to via referral fees. So don't be surprised if that happens and don't be surprised if that's their end game and you know what good for them i mean if that makes sense and if they're providing a service to consumers that the real estate industry isn't and they deserve to win if you are able to go in your marketplace and you can offer something to your buyers and sellers that makes you compelling makes you competitive and you win you deserve to win there is no like let's go beat up the you know 800 pound gorilla there's let's figure out how to do what he's doing better and compete with him otherwise we don't deserve to win that's it the consumers the buyers and the sellers ultimately decide who wins or who who loses if people are migrating towards your competitor and remember we want you to reset your mindset about zillow and see zillow as a competitor because they are they are getting between you and your, your your potential clients the very definition of what a competitor does they're not transacting but if what happens next is the referral fee thing that's close enough for me so they are a competitor and if they're able to uh, effectively expand their market share and get in between more buyers and sellers and they ultimately continue to win they deserve to win because buyers and sellers see more value in going to them and not you that's how you take ultimate ownership of this and that's how you become more competitive, and that's how you challenge yourself to get better at the services you're providing. Hopefully that makes sense. So the next question is, is um, will it uh, work to get, generate good listing leads? We've already beaten that up and down. We don't need to talk about it anymore. But the answer is yes, we do. We think it will generate great listing leads. It's going to generate maybe some of the best listing leads because these are sellers that are going to be, quote, unquote, distressed that are going to have properties they don't want or they need the money. So those are the very definition of a have-to-sell seller, right? Again, this is the reason I want every single real estate broker and agent listening to come up with a very similar program. Remember, part of our pre-listing pack that we teach our coaching clients 
uh, is the, pre, is the uh, guaranteed home sale. This can be an enhancement to the guaranteed home sale. Don't be fearful of change, guys. If you are, the market's going to pass you by, and you'll be out of the industry. It, no one's going to you know, knock on your virtual door and say, hey, guess what? You're out of the industry. It will happen slowly and painfully as basically your cash flow slows down, your lead flow slows down, you don't know quite what happened, and you start grasping at shiny silver bullets, and you, you, know, you, you do all these gimmicky things because you think that's what you have to do. And really what happens is you stopped evolving, and the market passed you by. A lot of you guys are – I know as I read your emails, a lot of you guys are really writhing in a lot of fear right now about all the changes that are happening. And these changes and different formats have always happened. This is nothing new. But the agents that are the top agents in your marketplace, the one thing that they do better than the agents who are uh, maybe not top agents in the marketplace is they learn to adapt, and they're always constant, voracious learners. And you guys need to be the same thing. Um, one of the best books you can read is Think and Grow Rich uh, by Napoleon Hill. Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate is a version that Julie and I made that adds real estate stories, and also the uh, Real Estate Treasure Map. Those two books right there are must-haves for every uh, bookshelf, and we give those books to you for free along with four other books. And all you've got to do is go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, or if you're on timandjulieharris.com, obviously just fill out the form that's underneath today's show. And when you do, you're also going to be entitled. You can also self-schedule your call with one of our new member coaches. It takes The whole process takes like, I don't know, 30 seconds. So do that ASAP at the end of the, uh, today's podcast. All right, so next point. How do you compete with this in your marketplace? Julie, um, I wrote down four That's points there. You want to talk about a couple of these? You got it. So how do you compete with this in your marketplace? Number one, know the facts. Wholesale offers. It's a small percentage of sellers who will be interested. And many of those who even bother to click that button, uh, and your, your previous point, Tim, was talking about how still, even with coming soon and for sale by owners and all these other widgets and wadgets, still 89%, according to the 2016 profile of home buyers and sellers, still will list, okay? They're still going to list. It's still going to be normal. So know your stuff. Only a small percent will be interested. Make sure you can handle them too. Point number two you can offer something similar. The guaranteed home sale is a version of this. Or ask about my guaranteed home sale and my instant offer. Offer the same thing they're doing. Point number three, you can compete directly with using mail letters, postcards, have a virtual assistant call into the areas with a similar concept. You can do what they're doing, only micro-marketing to the areas you actually care about. You also, point number four, must master the art of being a listing agent. That's the prevailing thought here. And you notice how most of our podcasts and uh, get close to ending with that point to cure all this. So become an absolutely killer listing agent with great skills. So how do we conclude all of this discussion about Zillow, Tim? Before we get to the conclusion, oh, I did have a thought uh, about pricing, right? So I wonder whether these instant offer people will price better because they know what the wholesale price is now. And that's so low that the agent goes in with a better price, it's going to sound even better. I think it might actually help pricing, but that's a sideline. Back to you. No, that's an awesome point, actually. I hadn't considered that. I just, yeah, that's a, that's a really awesome point, and I think you're right. It's very possible that essentially uh, the instant offers uh, from Zillow or whomever else will essentially beat the seller into a submission with regards to their inflated the opinion of price. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. You know, that's a good – so, yes, yeah, so you guys can see, essentially, if you're entrepreneurial and you're not operating a 
fear mode. You can actually use any kind of these you know, changes in the marketplace to your advantage. You know, Julie, I wrote something down, and you mentioned this. The real bottom line here, and we're going to – again, I'm going to – we have time today to uh, share with you guys uh, essentially a conclusion, but I, I just want to share this aside with you. The future of being a buyer's agent, I am really doubting it, and I'll tell you why. Now, this is going to seem kind of crazy and obtuse, but I want you guys to hear me out. In most parts of the country, uh, world, rather, maybe Australia, no, even Australia, there is no buyer's agency. There is no buyer side of the transaction. The way we do it, where the traditional 6% is split evenly, is unique to the United States. Oh, and Canada, too. But for the most part, we have coaching clients in other countries, in Europe and wherever else. They don't have similar situations. So what happens in those markets is there is a listing agent, and that's it. There might be a buyer's rep, but guess who pays the buyer's rep? The buyer. Now, this happened probably now, gosh knows, 15, 20 years ago. I don't know if it changed, but I remember when it did happen. The uh, government actually made it legal for uh, a buyer to finance their buyer agent's commissions into the transaction to a government-insured loan. Again, I'm not sure if that's changed, but that's the way it was forever ago. Probably is still the same. What I will, This is pretty much guaranteed is going to happen. Because there's going to be more pressures, more outside, you know, people are going to, of course, going to always focus on the commission rates. What you're going to see is you're going to see, in my opinion, the slow, miserable death of buyer agency in its present format where there's just automatically a commission that's set aside for the buyer's agent. The buyer's agent uh, commission is going to be the responsibility of the buyer in the future and not the seller. The seller automatically paying the buyer's agent's commission is going to go away, and you guys are going to start seeing that. Because as there's more downward pressures on commissions, listing agents are going to get – they're not going to discount. They're just going to say, okay, the buyer agent is representing the buyer. Yes, they're selling the seller's house, but they're not representing the seller. The buyer, at the end of the day, is the one that's getting the services of this buyer's agent, not the seller. So the buyer's agent should be paying uh, – I'm sorry, the buyer should be paying their own buyer's agent's commission. Now, they might roll that into the deal and essentially you know, all those types of things. But that is what I strongly will suggest to you. It's one of the greatest changes that's going to rock the real estate market that nobody is talking about. I cannot see why that won't happen in the next five years where people or brokers are going to start uh, stop offering. Oh, no one will show their listings. Yeah, they will in a market like this. Are you kidding me? Buyers will skip the buyer's agents, go directly to the listing agents like they do in the rest of the world. They'll see the houses online. So the argument that if there's not a, a co-op of 3% or whatever being offered that you won't get any showings isn't true. You can't blackball uh, in the old days when there was less of a buyer's agent commissions. The old, though, this was never talked about, but brokerages would blackball that agent or that broker's listings because their commission rates were not the same. And so why try to sell their listings when they can sell somebody else's and make more money? There's been lots of legal stuff about that happening around the country. So in our humble opinion, uh, what's going to happen is buyer's agency is going to be the next thing that's under attack. That's where you're going to see the margin shrink. So those of you guys who have only come up in a world where you work with buyers and you buy buyer's leads, I promise you that future is not stable. You need to focus on being a listing agent. Remember I told you that. Please do not just assume that it, this is some sort of crazy notion. This is the next natural progression in a quickly changing real estate market. Okay. So now back on topic. Will this uh, market, will this idea work? Well, so far, 
uh, according to, a, again, a great article from Inman, hundreds of homeowners have received investor bids, I believe, in just Vegas, and since Zillow launched instant offers, but none had accepted as of June 5th. And I also read that there was only like three or four houses that were listed so far. Now, I don't, I don't think those statistics really matter because it's just basically in beta test. I think we can conceptualize that as this uh, idea expands, you're going to see more and more uh, companies offer uh, iBuyer-type programs. In other words, institutional buyers, electronic buyers. You know, just like I said, think in terms of like the AutoNation analogy for you guys to kind of wrap your minds around this. That is what's going to happen. It'll happen. You'll see maybe even – I'm just throwing out – throwing spitballs, but maybe you know somebody like Warren Buffett's going to get into it. He's going to – hell, he – you know, Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate, they, you know, they're doing kick-ass jobs in most marketplaces. I can see them getting into it, can't you? I can see who knows who getting into it. If there's a market and there's money to be made, I promise you, smart, deep-pocket people are going to chase it. And if Zillow proves this concept works, which I think it's already proven to work, they're just basically doing it at scale, you're going to see, again, a change in the opportunities that are presented to you. Again, credit back to the guy who wrote us the email, Chris. That's kind of, you know, there it is. And this is it. This is the future. This is what's going to happen. Take it seriously. Take action on it. Don't be intimidated by it. Be excited about it. You know, I was just exchanging chats with one of our coaching clients, Julia. It's just funny. I just walked past my computer and just glanced at it. Ryan is his name. And um, he was asking me, because he's kind of rolling into a little bit of fear mode because he sees this market changing. And I, I just sent him this one chat back. The greatest fortunes in history have always been made during the greatest times of change. And, and, I, and I asked him, I, said, I challenged him to think of a single example where that wasn't true, and he couldn't, because it is true. If you go back in history, the greatest fortunes, especially in America, but really globally, have always been made during what, like, the types of things that are happening now. So if you guys are willing to uh, be a little uncomfortable, do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, understand that consumers, buyers, sellers, you, are always going to migrate towards whoever offers the best product at the most sensible price. Always going to happen. If, if you're willing to accept those types of things and move past some of your old real estate paradigms um, and you know, really open your minds to the fact that there are more opportunities not fewer opportunities, you're going to be not worried and fearful. You're going to be excited. And that's what we want you to be because that is what this real estate market is. As long as you're willing to be a little uncomfortable, do what you don't want to do at the highest, you know, when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And remember your strongest North Star, your strongest driving force is always being of service to other people. So if you're not winning, it's because you're not providing enough service to other people. If you don't have the lifestyle, the money, the, everything in life that you have always dreamed of, if you're not experiencing those things, it's because you have not embraced the idea that in order to get those things in life, you have to help enough people accomplish their goals. Julie, does that make sense? Well, absolutely it makes sense. And we're going to be rolling into a new topic that plays right into that in our next podcast where we'll be discussing what would you be doing differently, planning for differently, stop doing, start doing if you knew that the market might be significantly different in just six months from now, if you knew the economy might be different six months from now, plan, you know, what is the, the saying is uh, expect the worst, hope plan for the best, hope for the, for the best. best. <laughs> yes. Yes. Poor Julie wasn't worst. allowed to be and, in, poor Julie know. wasn't allowed yeah. to be in scouts when she was a little girl. Her mom wouldn't let her. So she doesn't know all the scout sayings. It's a boy scout saying, hope That's the best, girl. plan for the worst. What? Oh, no, yes. but you could have been Girl Scouts, Blue Jays, I know. Brownies. Well, I'm doing it now on the podcast, so there you go. So that's, that's <laughs> the topic that we're going to be getting into because of what you said, right? So 
the one prevailing thing that will save you in any kind of market, regardless of investors, no investors, up market, down market, seller's market, doesn't matter. Become a powerful listing agent. Listing agents always win. But back to you, I've got That's to get to premier. That's pretty much it. But yes, yep. do get to Premier. So Premier Coaching members, make sure you're attending Julie's call live every day. Um, and it is direct interaction with Coach Julie. Yes, and that's the bottom line, guys. All your best energies have to be spent every single day on basically chasing listings. That is our mission. That is what, what that is our you know, our driving force is to do everything we can to get you to realize that being a listing agent is the best way to make a fortune in real estate. Remember, guys, you don't get rich selling real estate. You get rich with reinvesting the profits that come from selling real estate. And ultimately, that's going to, those profits will happen easily, or I should say more easily at a higher level, quicker on the listing side of things than any other way. So please consider Everything we talked about in the last three podcasts, don't be fearful. If you guys need any help, you can email me directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. And remember, request your free coaching call at FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. We'll pick up where we left off uh, today, tomorrow, but the topic, as Julie said, is going to be something that's intentionally designed to rattle cages, get you guys out of complacency, and realize that, yes, there's still six months left this year, uh, but frankly, in those six months, there's going to be probably a lot of major changes in the economy. They're talking about interest rates going up again, a lot of other things that are happening geopolitically that are going to have a direct effect on your markets. You need to be prepared. We're going to give you a roadmap for, for preparedness on tomorrow and probably the rest of the week's podcast. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.